0: Hey everyone, welcome to yet another episode of Two Noobs Talking. It's episode 94. We are six episodes to go before we hit 100. That's just hard to believe, um, as I sit here saying that. That's yes. crazy. Yes, John, that's nuts. We started at one. <laughs> now we're at 94? It's like, that's crazy. Like, how'd that happen? Anyway, with me are my two good friends, John Tracy and Steve Murray, of course. I am Matt Craig. We're happy to have you with us. Um... John, I don't know what the weather is like in your area, but it's hot as balls up here. Uh here in Texas. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 hot to the ball. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hot. It's hot. There I think go.
1: Friday it was uh it was a brisk ninety two degrees, but the real feel was hundred and six.
0: Oh wow. uh, brisk, you yeah. say. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty so, good.
1: The brisk ninety-two. <laughs>
0: yeah, I I was like reading the uh, the weather report today, and they were saying that the dew points were in the, I think in the, fifties into the you know early sixties or whatever. And I'm thinking like, where? It's like an oven outside. There's like no coolness. What, what they're saying is there's low humidity, so it's like okay, well it's just a somewhat dry heat, I guess. Just
1: blame the president. It'll be fine. I mean, he gets you know, just blame him. That's fine. Like, yeah, exactly. You forgot to put the thermostat down.
0: Steve, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm sure comfortable in the air conditioning,
2: right? Well, yeah, like you, I'm sweating my balls off if I go outside, so I'm <laughs> yeah. hunkering down in the homestead in the air in the AC. Uh, power bill, be damned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. When it's when it's this hot, who cares? <laughs> it's funny. It was like I was I figured uh, it out. Funny today, it was like um, driving along and uh, doing some errands and all of a sudden it's like around King of Prussia area, there was like road work. I'm thinking like what the heck's going on here? So I kind of found out later someone had stolen a car and driven it like so fast through residential neighborhoods that they crashed the car into a power one of the power poles or whatever and knocked out power for like most if not all of King of Prussia. Fortunately that's on the other side of where I am. Mm-hmm. But it's like you got people in there with no air conditioning, and they're just waiting for that power to be restored. It's like, oh my gosh, no, yeah. that you. is. Uh, I know, like
2: I know. Auto theft is is not uh, huge um, penalties, but I think with that included, we're talking death penalty now. Oh, 100%. Yeah, not, I, I, yeah, I would say so. I would say yeah. so. I'd be pushing for it.
0: That would be something where you would sentence him to like, okay, you're going to go into a sauna and you're going to stay there for like a week. You're not coming out anywhere at all. You're going to find out how hot it is. You know what I mean? And just because oh, I'm gosh.
1: sadistic every 23.3 seconds, someone's going to slap him in the face.
0: <laughs> 23.3 seconds. You say, John, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good.
2: At why slap him in the face. While drinking a, call to, uh, a tall, cool glass of lemonade. There you go. Yes. Whack! <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Whack! <sighs> <Love> it.
0: <laughs> it seems like right. the proper. It seems, it seems like, proper. like a proper, yeah, exactly. So, guys, as we move on, like, uh, we kind of figure out, well, who wore the episode number in the city of Philadelphia? Um, one of them, of course, was Dahlia... Dahlia... Hino-hos- Hinohosa Who?
2: That was quite the butcher job.
0: Thank you. Appreciate that. Dallier Hino Hinojosa. I forget how Who knows? He Lucky. was a re- reliever for the Phillies. It was terrible. Didn't know who he okay. was. Moving on. I uh, still don't know who he we- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're 94, I think, for one year. But on the Eagles side, Josh Schwett. Yes current defensive oh, end yeah pretty good oh, player man. starting to come on strong that's pretty good yeah, yeah. Playable. yeah he gets
2: even better yep yeah
0: exactly uh john's boy nd kalou mentioned yeah, him last episode me. yeah how can you ever ever forget nd Kalu? nd kalou love it uh and then See, he's
1: smart he made it nd because you can't pronounce his first name either <laughs> it's
2: just
0: it's like make it real simple and then steve's boy ryan ellis um who we've mentioned before, um, all of four games for the Flyers.
2: Great defenseman. I would just love to. I would hope he could just be healthy and yeah, if he play. could play.
1: Yeah, if he could play consistent. Well,
2: play. I mean, he put up five points in those four games he played. So you go that average, he's gonna score. one undraft uh, numbers. Yeah, eighty-eight points over a uh, a, a full eighty-two game season. Eight games? His,
1: his health is the is the thing. Yeah. but talent they he's not he's not short of any of that
0: what i love about yeah, it I just, too is like torella is like all ticked off right now he just thinks like you know oh my god we have nobody this is terrible you're you know and he's just this is just setting the table for him and it's just like go get him john because you know like i said last week you're going to be polishing a lot of turd right now so go yeah. get him we're we're by you we're with you but uh yeah good luck there pal we're with you on that so but anyway um so as we move on here guys why don't we just dive right into topic one shall we um and i guess you know that COVID still hasn't gone away even though we've declared it dead here on two news which it is dead by the way it is officially like over in terms of its pandemic we are in well, the- what about the ninja Oh yeah, this is definitely like the ninja variant. Whoa, oh, comes out of nowhere and all that kind of stuff. It's great, Johnny. What about the ninja variant? Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay,
2: never mind. Never mind. Yeah, um, it, has it been determined that we need to have clever nicknames for every single subvariant that comes out now?
1: I'm all for it. It makes it at least more fun to read bullshit awesome. articles from Fortune magazine.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> easier easier to say ninja than ba five dash seven three nine p I want the the chameleon.
0: That's my question.
2: Go ahead, Johnny. Who knows? knows?
1: I want the chameleon variant, the one that you can't see, and nobody talks about You know that one.
0: There you go. Exactly. That'd be a good one. This is kind of interesting, though, and, John, this is – I'm glad you sent this because this has not only affected us in our society but also in the sports world. Yeah. Um, I I like this one. Warrior forward uh, Andrew Wiggins, um, NBA champion. Won the championship. And a hell of a basketball player. Great player. player. Um, says he now regrets getting the COVID vaccine during the season. Um, he expressed regret uh, this week during an interview. I uh, still wish I didn't get vaccinated, to be honest with you. Uh, but you got to do what you got to do, he said. Uh, he meant the season was the finest of his eight year career. Uh, he was only able to play under NBA guidelines and health safety regulations in the first place because he got vaccinated.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I did it and was an all-star this well, year. see, if NBA. you get
2: your vaccination, if you get your vaccination, you will have your best NBA season ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's, that's what the NBA's
2: pushing. <laughs> that's one of the positive side effects, exactly. But he
0: expressed caution about get, being forced by the NBA to receive the vaccine. Wiggins added, but for my body, I just don't like putting all that stuff in my body, so I didn't like that. And I didn't like that it wasn't my choice. I didn't like that it was either get this or don't play. And mm-hmm. um, and so he was adamantly like resisting the vaccine until he finally caved in. Uh,
2: well, it wasn't that he caved in? To, it was a religious exemption. To be clear, to be clear, uh, it, well, I don't yeah. think it was the NBA that made him take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Right? I thought it was more. Uh, California and specifically wherever Golden State's I think, arena yeah, is, I think yeah, I they think, had a rule yeah. like Kyrie, right? Yep, he yeah. couldn't play home games if he wasn't vaccinated. Yep.
0: Yeah, would have been like, yeah, probably that would have been like uh, Oakland, San Francisco area. So yeah, you're exactly right, Steve. Yeah, that falls right
1: under, uh, you know, prime but, leadership.
0: Yeah, exactly, um, John. Like, of course, we can also talk about J.T. Realmuto saying like, perfectly healthy, didn't think I needed but he could not play in the Toronto Blue Jays series in mm-hmm. Toronto uh, because of that lunatic up there in... Uh, I also don't think he Canadian would have helped Parliament.
1: if he played in that series. Well, right, like
0: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it kind of begs the question, like, so what are your thoughts on all of this? Because this is a very interesting topic. You know, the vaccine it's, doesn't seem to be doing its job a year and a half It in.
1: strikes a nerve with me, and not, not because of... Um, religious views or any just mm-hmm. just human views because i've actually had people very close to me say the exact same thing mm-hmm. you know they, they they thought they but they now they're uh, like why did i and it's like it, it sucks it it because yeah. that's you know like we've talked about many times steve is coined the phrase you can't take it out <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean like can't, when talking oh, about the yeah. rules and stuff like that, you just can't take it out. Yeah. So I, I feel for people that, you know, are in that regret stage or, and JT Remoto, uh, with T Stiebel, that they, they view life, their health a little bit differently than, mm-hmm. let's say the average person or how the media wants you to look at your your body. Yeah. And they get a lot of shit for it. And that's kind of sucks. Because I, I don't, I don't think, I honestly don't think any of these dudes, any of these sports guys should be taking any advice from fat people to sit behind a friggin' anchors desk at CNN. Mm-hmm. Like, these dudes are prime athletes. These yeah. dudes work out three, four times a day, not mm-hmm. three, four times a month, like those fat pieces of shit. <laughs> they, they know their body better than most people know their body. Yeah. And... I can i i feel for for wiggins but he did it you know he had a good season it's not like he didn't die from it so i mean
0: no that's good yeah. it would be worse if that happened no exactly um steve i'd love to get your thoughts particularly um not only with wiggins but also with jt Romnuto, because there was a little bit of philly heat from the media at least that he was not in this series and, of course, like, the, the hypothetical was, oh, my God, if he doesn't play in the series, and it comes down to, you know, are they going to make the playoffs because of this? Like, what are your thoughts on, on that? I love the game. Well, I agree with
2: John. Yeah. I don't think Rio Muto made a difference in mm-hmm. the series. Uh, mm-hmm. For The first – there was two games. The first game, his replacement, Garrett Stubbs, if I recall correctly, provided pretty much all the offense in yeah. that game.
1: He's yeah. mm-hmm. He's a he's – a, he, decent player so it's yeah. not like jt being out of the game is the worst thing is he a great catcher yeah absolutely but he we have a formidable replacement for him
2: exactly right yeah. and then the second game they got blown out so he would have made a difference there yeah. so it yeah, was I gonna don't...
1: Do? hit 12 home runs that's what <laughs> the media wants you to think he's gonna hit 12 home runs because he got a vaccine
2: well there you but go that was the narrative that was the narrative was yeah. he's a selfish player because he doesn't get the vaccine but yeah. Again, this is a, we've said it many times, this is a personal choice mm-hmm. between you and your physician. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. JT has had COVID apparently multiple times. Yes. Is a, a well conditioned athlete as you pointed out. Yeah, yeah. And he, he said he talked to his doctor and they decided he didn't need it. And and frankly, with all the stories going around about the Ninja variant and how it's evading. <laughs> the vaccination uh or even uh prior infection antibodies Mm -hmm. you're gonna get it anyway so you know what's what's the point yeah and that's that's really the thing i mean jt's point and i uh we, we would be remiss if we didn't just give him a little bit of crap for sticking his foot in his mouth with. Oh
1: know. yeah, the the, oh, money, the money comment. A
2: yeah, little like, bit, yeah. little bit of money.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, give me a little bit of money you didn't make there. You
2: changed my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, yeah, But but you know I agree with him. It's it should not be up to Canada to dictate whether or not he makes a medical decision. No, it How- shouldn't. It How shouldn't the be up MLB?
1: To the team. It shouldn't be up to your state. It shouldn't really be up to anybody but you. Yeah,
2: exactly. And this How- goes back to the stupidity of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Once again, what's what's the reason he needs to be vaccinated to get into Canada? Yeah. Well, I, the the vaccinated players are just as capable of trans of catching COVID now with this mm-hmm. BA five variant mm-hmm. and transmitting it to others yep. as an unvaccinated player. Yep. Yeah. So what's the difference whether they're vaccinated or unvaccinated coming into canada exactly
1: hit mean, Trudeau's probably bullshit rule is that he's a catcher and he's around two people
2: <laughs> gotta <laughs> watch out for that batter of the umpire
1: that. yeah that's the literally
2: condition. the only thing i
1: think of he's yeah, the well, closest the, to most people look
2: I, I get the point there the umpires are generally not the most conditioned people yeah <laughs> could kill, you
1: no, could you no. could kill one of those old guys that are standing behind the plate and well can't particularly call angel
0: hernandez who can't call a ball from a strike to save his life but um that being said um i, I think the one thing that a couple of things one how did mlb not like overrule this to be perfectly honest i know the reason is Rob Manfred. i, know I reason don't is think that, the mlb
2: has the you jurisdiction can. to overrule a um a foreign country yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, that would have been thinking that out loud. Yeah, that's
1: true. But, I mean. It's it's tough. Like, I hope they figure things out in the next CBA and maybe not have, if Major League Baseball is going to protect their players in ways you might not want to be dealing with a dictator country up there. Yeah. Um, Or at least put something in the CBA where it can be, you know.
0: Well, I mean, what's shocking to me too was I think the Blue Jays were playing some of their games in Buffalo. You know, they have mm-hmm. like maybe a triple A. AAA, and I'm thinking you know. to myself, if you're Toronto, I mean, okay, I, I get it. Maybe they were thinking like at the beginning of the season, they were probably like, okay, we can allow people to come back in until Trudeau lost his freaking mind. Um, and then it was like, okay, there was. That's the problem. We corner. didn't see
1: that coming. Exactly. I don't think
0: anybody saw that coming.
1: No. like Because he literally just lost his mind.
2: He did Can somebody tell me, is it um, you need to be vaccinated to come into the country or was it specific for like a work or something that you can't? No, I think it's to to into the country into if that's the case, they've got to be one of the only countries left that I know of that still has a vaccine required.
0: I don't maybe Australia
2: baby Maybe society. Australia, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe I mean, New
0: Zealand. Yeah. I do know this. Like yeah. My parents are like, they're heading over to Scotland on vacation in a couple of weeks. They had to get mm-hmm. boosted in order to go there. But <laughs> coming back, no, no, no. by relaxing the, you know. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't yeah. have to get vaccinated coming back. <laughs> so it's like, interesting. Oh, I, okay. I
2: recently had family go over to Ireland, and I don't think they required a vaccine to get in there.
0: So there so. you go.
2: Yeah, I, I think, mean, think it's just it's so. I think, I think they're There's probably
1: three or four, like,
2: as we just said, there's
1: probably three or four out there. It wouldn't shock me if there were, you know, we know it's not Kazakhstan because they don't even like their own government. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or
0: Sri Lanka or whatever. They're revolting over everything over there. My God. Uh, But, yeah, it just makes me, like, too, the the idea of the vaccine as being this, you know, the be-all, end-all, it's going to save us, you know, from severe disease. People are still getting it. And the fear still is. It's old old hat at this point. Like Mm -hmm. this
1: is 2020 talk in 2022. Yeah. That's the best way I can, I can sum it up with, with like, if we're having this conversation June or July 23rd, Mm -hmm. 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe you can call JT remove selfish. Maybe Mm -hmm. you can tell Wiggins, you know, Hey bro, like, eh, You know, you want to play like we're, 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 we're cautious about this. Yep. 2022. Yeah. (laughs) Like between the bullshit media, the fact that that there's been like 11 variants, they've jumped from severity to contagiousness. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not severe. It's contagious. They're two different things. Like Mm -hmm. everything has changed. Doctors have seen this thing in every which way they can see it and if jt were this doctor, is like bro i won't worry about it then he shouldn't worry about it like i don't understand the backlash that's the thing that's confusing yeah and i think it sounds very uneducated the well, backlash. That's,
0: a, that's the thing john i think to your point i think people are operating under that 2020 mindset not realizing that two it's been two years since this virus you know was created put that out there. It was created Yikes. and put into the has uh-huh. going to get banned. All right. There you go. we um, there. And put into the world. I'm not going to say by who, but you know, always put it into the world. Oh, we I'm know fantastic. of this virus now. We know what this virus can do. We know the symptoms. Uh, I think we can just, let's instead of maybe forcing a vaccine, let's think of alternative measures to take. Let's think about our diet let's think about exercise let's think about taking vitamin d3 let's think about multivitamins all kinds of other crap
2: well matt like like moving contracts on an nhl team that's just too hard yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly just going outside in the sun you know that's you know you never know but yeah that might also work too All right, guys, topic number two. And, hey, how about some throwback news here? This is really, really exciting. Uh, all three of us, of course, were young like toys pops. <laughs> yeah, young pops. We're not, we're not grown-ups.
2: We're, uh, we're just large children. We're just
0: yeah. large children living our... We're days. kids with
2: money. I Disney. love it.
0: <laughs> toys are Us, guys. You remember back in the day, of course, they were the great toy store back in the day. I remember specifically Hell Black dear. Friday... Parents would take me up there and say, okay, I need a list. Tell me what you need out of this store. Check off, check off, check off. Write this list down a little bit. Here you go. These are my ideas. They, of course, declared bankruptcy in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, shut all their stores down. I think it was a Chapter 7, if I, if I remember correctly. They are making a comeback, guys, and they are doing it by partnering with Macy's Department Stores. This is a remarkable story. Um, just looking ahead, Macy's agreed to sell Toys R Us products on its website just under a year ago, uh, which was around the time when ToysRUs.com also started selling items and Macy's also opened 400 shops within shops at its U.S. department store. So they basically are embedding a Toys R Us inside certain select, um, Macy's department stores right now. I don't know where specifically um it doesn't say here i don't even partner. think they
1: know i think they just announced their partnership and said it was going to be like their flagship stores i don't i don't think they they specifically put it out there yet
0: exactly but yeah i'm gonna to go to mr steve murray on this because he started his retail and working career in a store but not in a, a competitor
2: and yes. a competitor in a competitor yeah like oh,
0: KB. Toys, kb toy stores i remember that years ago uh second floor of the willow grove mall outside oh, blue yeah. dales i remember that steve what are your thoughts when you first heard of this uh what are your thoughts i think this is pretty exciting news uh, i
2: i have to admit that seeing when toys r us closed back in whatever 2018 whatever it was mm-hmm. when they posted that picture of jeffrey with like a suitcase Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the most depressing things I've ever seen. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh and it, it was it was incredibly sad. So to see them coming back like this uh is fantastic. And I, I would hope they'd be coming to the Macy's in my mall so that I can take a trip down memory lane. Hell yeah. I think my kids are old enough that they will remember the name Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't too young when they initially closed, so yeah. this could be exciting to them too. And I'm looking forward to it.
0: You can tell your children that their uncle Matt did go to a Toys R Us to buy a few of their Christmas presents back in the day. There you go. So there you go. I mean, we <laughs> had I had one that was like it's right down the road here from me in King. Of it Price. was. It was at one point. Yep. It was a COVID testing center now, but oh. now it's a vacant lot. Yeah. Can wow. You imagine. Can you imagine? Yeah. Um. That's a from grace. Toys but, <laughs> Johnny, this okay. is this is really exciting, though. I have to mention this to you because you mentioned this in pre-production and just before we came online. It says here in SoFi.com article, within the first quarter earnings report, Macy's said its toy sales, already with the benefit of having Toys R in its stores, their sales were 15% higher than the, uh, the comparable period. So already it's starting to reap the benefits. Absolutely. Within retail, within people... Like we're going back to normal here, and we're going. Hey, there's a Toys R Us inside of Macy's. Let's talk about that. That's pretty darn. I think that's pretty darn cool. To be perfectly honest with you, it's
1: genius. It really yeah. is. To to you have you have two different brands. Macy's doesn't have a good toy department, but now they got a Toys R Us. Yeah. It makes them. It makes them a competitor. It makes. What if mom and dad look to shop at Macy's, but the kids? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it it's the Walmart Target effect. When you can sell a lot of things, you can. It's a one stop shop. It it makes sense for them to have a, a, a especially a huge
0: name like that. I mean, yeah. everybody knows what a Toys R Us is. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's been a relatively strong 2022 for Macy's, as right from the article, who has outperformed its competitors, such as big box retailers Target and Walmart. Yeah. uh for they many don't mer- have yeah. us. <laughs> brand makes recognition sense. makes makes a difference makes out sense. There in the world. you know
2: what they need to do now is buy up super fresh
1: <laughs> don't don't give target any ideas that's exactly what target will do they'll come out here with those ideas
2: well, well ironically enough the target near us mm-hmm. uh used to be a super fresh many many moons ago oh so. <laughs> wow oh my well, do, gosh
1: do you know target target has that whole cvs pharmacy thing so they've done this before too oh, and yeah. it makes it makes sense it makes sense yeah it really does to take something that can't survive in brick and mortar which we learned toys r us couldn't mm-hmm. it just a toy story is very antiquated in the thought process to
2: to the way we live our lives now, it really is like especially you just as big as they were. Uh,
1: yeah, oh I mean they I were, mean,
2: toys to the were. Toys R Us were. Toys R were ginormous and Massive. it was nothing but toys. Yeah, exactly. But let's talk about that, like guys, like let's,
0: fond memories of the store because I I kind of remember going in there. A Little throwback, which I, first Sega Genesis I purchased from a Toys R Us. One back later. Got an NEC Turbo Graphics 16 from Toys R Us in Montgomeryville. Got that in there. I mean that, and the electronics were just like it was when those when those video games started coming out. Oh my gosh! Did they have a yeah, Toys R Us was the way, the way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Before and Best Buy. Before, before Best Buy.
1: Yeah, before Best <laughs> Buy. That's
0: right. But it was just like it, it it stocked to the shelves, and it was literally like it was crazy to see the the pile of toys all over the place it didn't matter like where or what um and the sporting goods you get like all kinds of crap in there
2: i'm i'm fairly certain either i or one of my brothers got a bike from toys r us they had those in there too yeah Yeah, they had everything yeah Yeah.
1: i remember my uh my 16 soon to be 17 year old Almost no, you this episode should be out before his birthday. Um <laughs> we he was huge in the wrestler collecting. The, the like like what I have behind me. Like yeah. the the elites and the, the For his birthday all the time, I would take him to Toys R Us because Toys R Us especially in the Horsham area, that Toys R Us had yeah. the selection like you yeah. could you could see 30 40 Yeah wrestlers different like and that and he used to love that because it would oh god like they have that one i haven't yeah. seen that one you know like i haven't seen that one before and that's what we would do for his birthday all the time so that's my biggest toys r us memory is just being able to take him to a toys r us and give him a selection yeah that's
0: because as being a collector as a kid like he need he needed options right. so let me ask you this guys do you think it's I mean, obviously, it's a boon right now, obviously, having that kind of a store back inside of a Macy's. And right now, Macy's is definitely reaping the benefits. Do you see this lasting for a while? I think I think you're going to see a lot of mimicking. You know, the kind of store within a store.
1: Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if Walmart, Target, and other, with it, with like Target, with, this, with the CVS, it, would, it wouldn't shock me seeing people molding together to make more money. It just makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, real, real estate's expensive. Yep. Uh, especially now. And to the extent you could kind of bring in somebody who couldn't survive, as you said, in a brick and mortar, Mm -hmm. uh, on their own Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. toy toys are, you know, you've got some expensive toys, but you, a lot of toys are inexpensive. And so you're talking about uh, you know, for the space, these Toys R Us were, where you're talking about, you need to move a lot of volume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you have a reduced footprint and you're partnering with somebody who's already got space, that becomes less. It already important. has a name. That's the key good, yeah. Yeah. brand. Like, people do shop at Macy's. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, it's no kind of like what Mr. Beast Burger is doing where he's, he he has like 609 locations or something over the United States, but they're in already commercial kitchens. Hmm so he's created a brand he created a food mm. and you can buy it from uh uber uh, uber eats or or doordash and it just comes out of a commercial a food safe commercial kitchen mm. mm-hmm. it's it's smart it's
0: smart business if you if you really think about it one of the best things um My dad, he worked retail for years in Strawberry Collier downtown in Philadelphia, and they had a kind of a, I guess you could say a store within a store called the Food Hall Mm -hmm. uh, in that Market East station, uh, the Market East place. And the Food Hall was just nothing but iconic, (laughs) was basically you had like all kinds of coffees, all kinds of candy, all kinds of food, and it was just packed to the brim. And it was literally like the most populous area because people, what do you want to get? for christmas oh i can get you some coffee i can get you like some you know asher's you know uh chocolate smothered pretzels all kinds of crap in there and it was an amazing selection uh and things along along those lines so i think thinking about this kind of spinning it forward i think there is like it isn't going to fail in this regard because i think i think you're both right you got the name recognition with Macy's, which is still lasting to this day. And then you added the Toys R Us at a reduced footprint and you put them everywhere? Yeah. I think that's a win-win. Absolutely a win-win.
2: And now, a word from our sponsor. This week's episode is brought to us by Migraine Killers. If you have migraines that are debilitating and you can't get rid of them, you can't get out of bed, can't do anything, you need our system. First, you take a hammer, and then you take our patented spike. And what? You... Who the hell is taking in these advertisers? Wow. Good
0: God! Yeah, seriously, Steve. Like, I mean, I, I don't know who's signing these contracts for these commercials, but we're gonna like get an audit,
2: something. You Johnny. guys are, you guys are gonna get me injured here. I, I swear to God. It,
0: I know. It's better. We already be... have.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, full and complete audit, Johnny. I'm going to have to do that. We'll have to. Yeah, just 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 fire that whole wing. Um, we, we
1: could get a four year old to book this next week. <laughs> if,
2: if you guys are going to be putting my uh, my body on the line here, I think I should be involved when you're talking to. These oh, yeah. Answers.
0: Oh, 100%. Same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're too smart.
1: <laughs> exactly. we can't bring
0: you in there <laughs> oh, oh man all right guys well here we go with topic three and it's our science segment we seem to be having more and more science segments each and every week which i love science just keeps happening i love it yeah new article discoveries from the james webb space telescope are pouring in with an analysis of the latest data revealing a galaxy that dates back to just 300 million years after the Big Bang, the oldest galaxy in the history of mankind and the universe. How about that? Just weeks into its mission, the James Webb Space Telescope, or JWST for short, has broken the record for the oldest galaxy ever observed by nearly 100 million years. Seeing some of the first galaxies to form after the Big Bang, thirteen point eight billion years ago, is one of the key goals of the of the space telescope. And of course, they find this um, previous uh, galaxy. Uh, the previous oldest one was found by the Hubble Space Telescope. Um, it's called GN Z eleven. That dates back to four hundred million uh, years after the birth of the universe. So, guys, Steve. Your thoughts on this momentous discovery.
2: I'm going to throw up the uh, I, uh, I actually, galaxy on screen. I read a couple of other articles about this that uh, actually pointed out that technically this is not the oldest galaxy. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's actually the youngest. Um, really? Because, oh, wow. you know, it takes it takes time for all that light to get here. So we're actually seeing it as it looked. 300 million years after the big bang makes sense so yeah. you're actually looking at a young galaxy not an old old galaxy you know? because it, it may not even be there anymore yes. 14.3 billion years later yeah um,
0: wow i keep thinking about that that's but definitely right. cool. light yeah oh for sure yeah, definitely definitely cool yeah. this
1: is my only thing and i'll go political on this this is what happens when you when you fund nasa Uh, They tell you things it's fucking amazing
0: it really is
1: it's really amazing so when you're voting for when you're voting for presidents make sure they like space because when you fund nasa they tell you things it's 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 a it's an amazing concept
0: it's just yeah it's just really remarkable i i love the images it's i mean you're right steve it's like the speed of light we take it so much for granted um in that regard but yeah that all that light is traveling throughout the fabric of space and it's just now reaching us through this telescope that's going is it correct me if i'm wrong is the james webb space telescope is that out there in the universe right now or is that like
2: on earth are we looking at it? Uh, it it's i wouldn't call it out in the universe it is in space okay um, <laughs> so yeah i mean technically on earth we're in the universe that's yeah. just yeah. semantics but okay. uh, it is okay. it is up in space mm. uh it is not uh, and and you know future telescope designs the when you have the ability to make the, the bigger you can make them, the more receptive it is to incoming light signals. Mm. So future plans have like telescopes that are based on satellites that are going to be, you know, like thousands of miles apart out mm-hmm. in space. Oh my gosh! Um, to take in the to take in the uh, the electromagnetic waves in a way that we can see them. That's crazy. Uh, but the, this the stuff that's coming out of this James Webb space telescope has has been remarkable. Not just the this ancient young galaxy, but, uh, you know, some of the other images that we're getting, mm-hmm. you know, it's, if you could see all the light that comes in on earth, the, the sky, the night sky would not be dark. It would be bright as hell. Yes. Mm. Uh, and the the James Webb telescope is revealing even more things that are out there that are just too far to see with our naked eyes that yeah. we can poke out yes. with, you know, <laughs> that paid sponsors give us. Don't do that.
0: Whatever that, copy, get rid of that copy. But, <laughs> on the other side, unfortunately, that same telescope, the James Webb Telescope, uh, suffered uncorrectable damage according to NASA, in a second article that we have, the Hill.com from our next star, it says here, a Webb Telescope suffered uncorrectable damage a micrometeoroid hit. Micrometeoroid caused significant what uncorrectable damage <laughs> to NASA's, now get this, John, you say something like this is expensive? 10 Billion dollars. That's with a B. Ten billion. That's such a round number, though. That doesn't sound expensive. (laughs) That's just a round number. Sounds like what NASA spends.
2: (laughs) So if he said if he said nine point seven eight (laughs) nine billion dollars, that
1: sounds expensive.
0: (laughs) That's a CNN move. Maybe it was round up. Who knows? (laughs) This, um, while experts say the impact of this micro meteoroid hit was small, it has prompted further investigation. At twenty-one feet. Webb's gold-plated, flower-shaped mirror is the biggest and most sensitive ever sent into space. It con- it's comprised of 18 segments, one of which was smacked by the bigger-than-anticipated micrometeoroid in May. And these are, of course, fragments, the micrometeoroids, are fragments of asteroids that are usually usually smaller than a grain of sand. That's crazy, um, if you stop to think about that. Um... This guy Paul Gethner, who is a technical deputy project manager, how about that job title at NASA's yeah, they're, Goddard they're, Space Flight of. Center, explained it was known that Webb would have would have to survive the harsh environment of space, including micrometeoroids. Um, they said that while the mirrors and subshields of the on the telescopes are expected to slowly degrade from micrometeoroid impacts, the impact to one specific segment. Known as C3, exceeded pre-launch expectations of damage for a, significant, or for a
2: single micrometeoroid. Um, Let me put that size in perspective for go you. Go for so, it, please. Yeah. You ever been on a beach uh, when there's a stiff breeze, a stiff land breeze blowing and picks up some of the loose sand on the beach mm-hmm. and it, you know hits in the face and, and you go, ow, that hurts." Yeah. Now imagine that grain of sand moving at 18,000 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> unimpeded. Yeah. That would hurt. Yeah. That's going to go through you. Yeah. And that's kind of what happens. Yeah. You know, to, so it's it, it's kind of shocking when you think about how small this thing was. But when you consider how fast it was moving, yeah, it's going to okay. cause some damage. Yeah, No question. Uh, we've talked about radiation in space before being hmm. hazardous, but you have also have to account for micrometeoroids now. Yeah.
0: Shit that uh, flies by and knocks <laughs> things off. <laughs> At, yeah. Hypersonic speed. Yeah, exactly. Web. This telescope has been hit by at least six micrometeoroids since its December launch, equal to roughly one impact per month. Yeah, um, that's not the... shocking. No, you got to figure
1: if you're gonna if you're gonna throw it out there. I mean, it's gonna get hit by stuff.
2: It's interesting. That was, <laughs> if I was an astronaut, hey, <laughs> you want to do a spacewalk? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, not, I'm not interested
2: in that because I don't yeah. know
0: what's How's... gonna be whipping around. How durable is that spacesuit, right at that point? Exactly. <laughs> that's my question. The damage to C3, however, has engineers investigating whether the impact was rare, meaning it could happen once every f- few years or if Webb is more susceptible to damage to micrometeoroids than pre-launch modeling predicted. Well, that's science. Yeah. That's yeah. what should happen. That's They're how they are trying to it, figure
1: that out. science. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they don't know. Yep. They're gonna try to figure it out. They might be wrong three or four times. Yeah. Who knows?
2: Maybe don't make it out of gold. <laughs> <thought>. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. I, I don't think I don't think this impact has compromised no. its ability to get these images. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. No. It's, uh, especially it's, if it said it yeah. was hit in May. Yeah. Uh, so. No. it's just hopefully- that they just
1: wanted the, they just wanted the headline that it was unrepairable. Because no one's gonna go out there and fucking repair it, so maybe we don't get. (laughs) Well, we could send. Well, we're we're very vague on like their plan. Well, well, since we're not
2: sending the shuttle up anymore, you know, you can't you can't send somebody to go because we're focused on putting people in tin cans to go to Mars. You mean we can't Um... we can't send like Cuomo
0: up there or uh, or Trudeau up there to fix it. Do you
2: trust them to fix yeah. a 10 billion or a 9.895 yeah, exactly. billion dollar piece you. of It's better not have them here.
1: They'd <laughs> steal the gold and fly back. <laughs> <laughs> but they would
0: do yeah, but then you'd have to get back. That's the thing. I'm not so sure they'd be able to find a way to get back. That's my question.
2: Let's let's give them the wrong inclination for the uh, burn up
1: okay why can't we just shoot them out into space and fuck fuck the telescope let's just shoot them out in space
2: I, i'm gonna bring up that simpsons episode yet again when they <laughs> launched all the all the unwannables into space on a space shuttle i'm okay. all for it i'm all Absolutely. for it
0: all right guys well here we go with topic four and yeah don't poke your eye out with that thing steve oh my gosh don't listen to that copy for god's sakes but well, here we go with another best philadelphia athlete uh region of the two noobs tournament that we've been doing the last few now months my god we're almost through this region See, Matt, was two others before the we issue intervened.
2: was i'm preparing this for john if he picks the wrong player <laughs> <laughs> i love the it bracket i love it with so... everybody else <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is going to be interesting with uh this island. part of the bracket, it's the, the lower half of the best Philadelphia Philly that's going to be coming out of here. I've deemed this the Citizens Bank Park region, nice. uh, uh, out of the uh, out of the uh, best Philadelphia uh, best Philly bracket. And again, just to recap, we have the top uh, elite eight on screen here. Reggie White and Brian Dawkins, of course, will face off, but then we have Mike Schmidt, Eric Lindros, and the good Doctor J uh, for the Sixers at the bottom. Uh, and so this of course guys will be the lower half of the Phillies bracket and again just to recap real quick we had a full listing from ranker.com going 1 to 16 uh, for each team Phillies flyers sixers um, and eagles and we narrowed that list down minimum of three years played in the city starting from 1983 onward we mm-hmm. then took a look at you know their' production in the field whether or not they made multiple all-star games winning titles mvps hall of famers and of course popularity within the city and with us three then i think that's pretty much
1: just just got. a quick side note with that every bracket was at least a three-hour
0: drag donny out brock out. Yeah, exactly Donny's. yeah we beat each other up overall yeah we course. we we, we,
1: <laughs> d- we, did, we didn't just pick lightly
2: no, um, no. The so, seating was very, yeah. very intense. Yeah, it was
1: yeah. very. It was three hours per. So it was interesting enough. Probably put enough, probably we put enough time more, in the thing.
0: <laughs> I would say <laughs> this was probably on the Philly side was probably the more argumentative one of the four that we did. Probably, well, I mean,
2: I think so. I think the Sixer I, one was the hardest, was just the because hardest one mm-hmm. had so many crappy Sixer teams over yes, that span. Yes, it was hard the, to pick and up the Flyers, but
1: the Flyers was. Argumentative, but it wasn't, it was more where to be seated, not yeah. who should be there.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah. Each had their own, um, yeah, struggle. Like, yeah. it really New did. One. Like, so looking back, I can't wait till the whole thing, yeah, uh, unfolds because it's I'm, been, it's been a, it's been a joy.
2: I'm still it's upset been. that we did not include Jose de Jesus in the bracket, but <laughs> um,
0: it I mean, it's all interest. on me. It's all on me. I'll take okay. it. <laughs> My god, that's a name from the past. Yeah, I he must have been like in well, the 30s. I, re-
2: <laughs> I remember guy. him. I remember him specifically because he his name on the back of the jersey was a D and a little E. Yeah. And then the rest of it was like big letters. Yeah. And you, you know, back then the TVs were not high definition, so it was hard to see. So I initially as a child, I must have been I don't know, 6 or 7, I thought his name was Dr. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a pretty cool nickname. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and get started here with the region. Uh, John, it is on you, my man. And we are going with the seven seed, Kurt Schilling. Oh, he's going up against. Yeah, he's going up against the 10 seed, John Cruck.
1: Oh,
0: Kurt Schilling or John Cruck. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
2: ooh. That's hard. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Man. Everybody knows how much I love John Crock. Like as at- a human. Like not even a baseball player. Yeah. Like, he's I like like more the
0: best. Yeah. I like him
1: more as a baseball player than I do as a human. And I like him that much. Like <laughs> he's he's a great human being. Shilling not so much, but um <laughs>
0: winner by the way big. of this region is going to uh face mike schmidt and the alleviate should also make that okay. action too i'm
1: i'm going john crook there you go because he was far more memorable as a philly okay to me than kurt chilling and that's the only reason i'm doing that because crook has been around and god could he hit yeah and it was 300? every day yes Career 300
0: yeah. yeah he was like on part- the nose. He- yeah
1: People people called him the back in those days, those players called him the poor man's Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Like they respected him enough to like he could put when he speaks hitting, it's he gets it. He gets it. Heart he yeah, he's far far and away the winner. Chilling was Yeah. Chilling was amazing, but Left I mean it. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was way better everywhere else.
2: Hmm. Well, I wouldn't say he was way better. He just had more opportunities. Yeah. to, You know, he won a World Series with the Diamondbacks, and he won a World Series yeah. with the Red Sox, who, by the way, if I'm correct, lost last night to Toronto, 28 to five. Yeah, uh, I think so.
0: Yeah. That's serious. Yeah. He gave yeah. up an inside the park grand slam home. Yep. That's impressive. Oh, My God. That, yeah. That's pretty yeah. Pretty but anyway, yeah. So he he won a he
2: won a World Series with the diamondbacks and the red sox yeah didn't win one here in 93 but i think you could probably say his the best parts of his career mm-hmm. his best performances probably philadelphia i mean i i watched him strike out 16 yankees yeah in the first ever interleague series at veteran stadium in 96 there you go um yeah you know, well the he does horse
1: he, the team doesn't the team doesn't even get to the world series in 93 without him oh
2: no without
0: him, Absolutely. like
1: chilling but but also same same thing if yeah. cook ain't there
0: <laughs> yeah look yeah. how they
1: fell off as soon as he got hurt
0: yeah. yeah yeah but for him to go out the way he did he hits like a single i think it was playing for the white Sox. he gets a single mm-hmm. yeah he's told you're at 300 okay i'm done walks away and basically retires he leaves that the is the most
2: john Cruck thing ever yeah. too it's beautiful it's a great and the fact that ending. he quit
1: espn that also makes a john Cruck thing yeah like, he's one of ours he was like i don't want to deal with you idiots anymore i'm going to just go do local baseball
2: love it that's, that's he that's, i that's i pray thank god every day he did that because he is awesome yeah he's a great
0: team. he is great so steve here we go and this is a six eleven matchup for you here right. both from the 2008 World Series, Uh Phillies winners. The 11th seed is Cole Hamels. Your sixth seed is one Chase Utley. (laughs) So it's Chase Utley Uh, or Cole Hamels.
2: Thank God I didn't get this one.
0: (laughs) What do you got, man? I'm gonna
2: agonize over this for no other reason than to torture John. <laughs> um, I love Cole Hamels, by the way. I, I do yeah. love Cole Hamels. Yeah. Uh, 08 World Series MVP, pitched yeah. lights out. Yeah. Um, threw a no hitter in his last appearance as a Philly. Yeah. Was it a perfect game, or was it just no-hitter? No, no hitter? hitter. No, no hitter. No hitter. Yeah. Um,
0: that God yeah. O'Double made that catch in the ninth inning. So I would have really <laughs> lost my mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That was unbelievable that catch. Uh,
2: Chase Utley. Uh, I'm going to go with Chase. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Go for it. Um if Hamels is even half of what he was in 08. Yep. In 09. Oh yeah. I think we go back to back. Yeah. But yep. something was not and he made you know he made the you know the uh, stick foot and mouth comment like mm-hmm. uh, JT mm-hmm. during '09. I like I can't wait for this to be over or whatever. Yeah. Was. Um. So well, he, he was is- he was not mentally right during that postseason. Yes. Uh. And I think you know if, if barring some injuries and other things, I think he could have ended up being maybe the best out of the big four. I thought in so. I always thought 2011. so. 2011. Yeah. I always thought he wasn't that.
0: right the whole year. I just looked it up. He was ten and eleven that year in two thousand nine. Yeah,
2: he he was. His ERA yeah, was 4, 3,
0: 2. Yeah, like and yeah. that was and, the prior year. On was top of online. that,
1: the run support was not good for him oh. that year. So he it was just a it was a it, it
2: was,
1: was a learning trouble. experience for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but <laughs> nobody Utley, scores runs for you when you give up runs. Man.
2: But Otley performed 08, he performed 09. Yep. Uh, if it wasn't for bad knees, I think he would have had an even better career than he did here. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't plus 10, when he went to the wasn't
1: ten his best? It might have been first half. Like he went been. from eight to nine to ten, where he should have been the MVP.
0: He was right in the running. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because you had Rollins winning one, he and had Howard, of course. But yeah, then the Utley was supposed to win the year after. and Utley never got there you yeah,
2: right. You're right. And, right. He and, to, and to put him over the top, he pissed off the Mets yeah. so much. So much. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. So You got to love a guy who can piss, piss the Mets off on two different teams, no yeah. less. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. I'll give
1: you one more good chase, Utley, just to, just to put a good plan on him. Yep. At 09, when Hamels was struggling, he was hitting every ball he could to the short porch and breaking a record. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. he was definitely he was definitely on
0: that year. Yeah, yeah, crazy. He was hit like twenty. It's interesting. I'm just looking it up here on Utley hit by pitch. 2007, 25 times. 2008, 27 oh, yeah. times. 2009, 24 times. He never moved.
2: No, no he no. would just turn so it would hit him
0: in the back. Boink. Yeah, he didn't. Care. Boink drives drives my friend Mike. Also, he's a Mets fan. No, drives but- him nuts every time. Oh, Chase Utley just drives him nuts. It's great. Steve, he had back him, abs. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love it. Stick it with you, Steve. We got a three fourteen here. The three seed is going to be Darren Dalton. The fourteen seed is Pat the Bat Burrow. So Darren Dalton, the three seed, um, and Pat the fourteen.
2: All right, Pat. I I uh, I know I give Pat Burrow a lot of crap for the, uh, the mm-hmm. back your butt out for a pitch over the plate, mm-hmm. um, but he he was uh a big important part of the early 2000s teams he was important on the 08 team he got a big hit in game five hell yeah Heck um yeah. he he um was the captain of the parade or whatever yeah. uh with his his bulldog was awesome yeah um yeah. and uh, he i think he had a great career as a philly uh can't say enough good things about pat burrow but he's going up against darren dalton dutch and yeah darren dalton yeah. Yeah. With all due respect to Harry Callis and Chase Utley, the man Darren Dalton was
0: the man. The man. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. He was the leader of that band of misfits in '93. Um, could rake as a catcher. Yeah. Uh, called a good game. It was
1: a damn good catcher too. That's the thing.
2: Absolutely. Damn Outstanding good catcher. catcher. Fan favorite. And I. Oh. Yep. Fan favorite. If if Lenny doesn't get him injured in that car accident yeah uh, probably even better uh career as a philly than he had but uh i you get you gotta move darren dalton it's there's no question
0: no question good good choice absolutely good choice. johnny to close out the first round of the philadelphia phillies uh overall bracket here you got a 215. fifteen. Fifteen okay. seed is carlos ruiz no slouch either one of the best catchers But he's going up against your boy, the two C Jimmy Rollins. So what do you think, brother? I think I think Chooch would say Jimmy. Uh, I
1: think you're right. Yeah. Just for just for, you know, just because we like to reminisce why we're doing this. Hmm. God, that 08 team, that 09,
2: that 10 team, Chooch was Yeah. you know what, that back then though, Chooch wasn't hitting that well. No, he no. was, he was, he, he came on later as a hitter. I like had his bat average went up as he got older. I
1: yeah. had a funny thing with Chooch. Cause I was, I was, oh, I loved Chooch when he was at the plate. Chooch was, it was fun to watch as a catcher, but man, that dude, when he could get a high fastball. Yeah. He couldn't lay off it, first of all, which I loved about him. But the damage he could do with it was hilarious. Yeah. So I always used to when he was up at bat, I'd be like, Don't a high fastball. He likes them. Like that I'd (laughs) say that every time. (laughs) Like, because he he could hit it down the line. He would he'd hit a home run with a high fastball. He would do he was just so fun to watch. But we're talking about literally the shortstop.
0: In there, that had the balls to say it's our division,
1: it's our division
0: in two thousand seven.
1: The guy who took the heat when nobody was hitting went on national TV and was like, "Yeah, just to take the heat off the rest of the guys." Brilliant. The guy, if if you've seen the documentary of the of the World Series, he's the one in Pat Burrell. Like I don't know who you are, but I need. I need that guy. I, I need, need number the, five. I need play. the guy. Yeah, he was the leader of that team, so yeah. he has to. He has to. He was the absolute leader of yeah. that O eight
0: team. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I could disagree with you at all on that, Johnny. I think he, he's he my favorite this, Philly. There you go. Yeah, like literally,
1: get, just my favorite Philly.
0: <laughs> like there's that. that I, and I love, I love,
1: I love what they're doing now. I love that Bryce Harper's a Philly, but yeah. still to this. Jimmy Rollins is my he he's five foot eight, and he <laughs> and he's as good as Derek Jeter. <laughs> like.
0: Hell of a player, hell of a great defender too. Just one of the all time bests for sure. Yeah. So John, moving on to the second round, and this is going to be very interesting because it's set up for you. This would be somewhat controversial, yeah. but I think I know where you're going. Yeah. You got oh, the six seed I mean. Chase Utley going against the three seed Darren Dalton. Oh That's
2: the tough. 3.
0: Yeah.
2: I thought you knew where we were going, John. Hold on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Chase or Darren?
1: Cuz they're they're both that's the same guy
2: if you look at those teams.
0: You carbon copy? Yeah. Yep.
1: Not the leader, but they were the they were the heart and soul.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Like, I would disagree. Like, I would
2: say Dalton was the leader of the 93 team. I, but
1: Darren might like, just had more to do with the whole thing because yeah. Utley was the dude you like watched, and you wanted to you wanted his work ethic. Mm-hmm. Dalton
2: was kind of both of them. He was yeah. the leader and he had the work ethic. Mm-hmm. He was the oh, he was the only non-fat guy on the '93 team.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, there was one other one. Who was that? Kevin like, Stocker. was Kev- not Kevin Stalker
2: Jim Meisenreich. Might no, no, Isaac. no.
1: There was there was a pitcher on that team. He might have been the fifth starter that did the whole. Oh, D- Danny, Jackson.
2: Danny, Danny Jackson. Danny yeah. Jackson. He was bigger than Don. <laughs> 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 He's the only dude bigger than Don. Yeah. So, what are you thinking,
0: uh, Johnny Chase or or Darren? What do you think? I wish I could put them both in.
1: Well, you got to choose one, I man. Really, do like. Yeah. Chase was
0: fun to watch. So was Dalton. Both of them were. (sighs) I think, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Both champions in their own right. Of course, you know, Chase winning the World Series, but...
2: Dalton did win
1: it in uh, Florida. In Florida. They both do have World Series, but one with the Phillies and one not. Yeah,
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I'm pretty sure, and also just, just for everybody to know, I'm pretty sure if darren dalton would have won he would have said world fucking champions too so that's not that's not on the board um, yeah what are you thinking man
0: man you had to make a choice
1: i'm going on i was more into baseball with chase utley's teams than I was with Darren Dalton. Steve. Wow. So that's what it comes down to. So you're I saw with, more Chase Utley
0: than I did. Of, de, of Dutch. I did Darren Dalton. So you're going Chase. Okay. Wow. Massive upside. Got to give you props on that though. All right. And for Steve with the second round, this is also a very interesting matchup. 10 seed John Kruk, 2 seed Jimmy Rollins.
2: Well, it doesn't give me any small bit of pleasure to advance Jimmy Rollins, if for no other reason than to really <laughs> put the heat on John. But, uh, I I don't think, you know, as good as Cruck was, I think Jimmy had a much longer run mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. success as a Philly. Wow. Cruck, uh, yep. you know, was was only around for what the minimum three or four seasons. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, yeah and as successful as those as he was and uh getting to the 93 world series with that jimmy obviously won it was here yeah was here for a long time I mean he what was his first year like oh two yeah when he came up yeah or he, he
1: was a, he was an 18 year old kid when he came up with yeah. us
2: i mean i remember yeah. when he came up it was the early 2000s and then he didn't leave until we traded him uh 13 many, many, yeah, yeah many many, many, like yeah. many after he
0: had surpassed uh I
1: won
2: an mvp and a chip yeah well yeah, I, I-, I don't think i don't think there's any debate you 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 move jimmy past crook but there you go uh, i don't think crook would have a problem with that
0: no i don't either but if no. we're
2: gonna if we're gonna do it as broadcasters I pick crook over. Oh me. yeah, Cruck is, Krug, yeah. and,
1: and that, that's the same thing. Like it, with Darren Dalton, if I could include Darren Dalton's run with ninety-seven-five, <laughs> <laughs> <like, laughs> but I can't. You know what I mean? Because that run before he passed away, when he was doing afternoons, he is one of the. He was one of the most magical human beings mm. ever. I. I would have loved to just had thirty five minutes just to listen to the stories yeah. of Darren Dalton's Like, <laughs> what a great man!
2: Yeah. By the way, Jimmy is no slouch as a as a commentator. Uh, no. He's he's done some Phillies no. games, like when he's in and town. he's done national yeah. too. Uh, and he's, he's good, but TBS but Kruk know. is just. Kruk is Kruk another is still level much better yeah. than Jimmy on that level yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you could listen to John Kruk talk for like you know the entire broadcast be <laughs> even
2: enough. even just listen to John Cruck say oh my God when Bryce Harper hits that home run <laughs> yeah. you just need that and you know exactly that's all you need well
0: gents it's down to this who faces Mike Schmidt in the uh, in the uh, best Philly bracket and it comes to the middle of the infield of the 2008 World Series champions. It's either Chase Utley the sixth seed, or Jimmy Rollins, the two-seed. So I already have a vote in, which is already very interesting. That in. um, and I think I made my choice. It's going to be a little, I think on my end, a little controversial. but Because uh, I well, do like I, one other player, but I'm thinking long-term here.
2: So I I, uh, I want John to explain why he hates Chase Utley. <laughs> well,
0: okay. We, <laughs> we, have, we have a unanimous selection. We all agree that Jimmy Rollins will move on to face Mike Schmidt in the Elite Eight. So, um, you know, this is—I'll—I'll I'll just take the lead here um, in regards because I love Chase Utley, huge fan of him in second base. But I think Steve, you, the argument you just made about five minutes ago about Rollins's career and the fact that he played here for so long. And I, th- and I love the fact in 07, as a young kid coming in, when the Mets were dominating the division, when the Mets and the Braves were both dominating the division, he's like, nope, it's ours. And I don't care what Atlanta says, and I don't care what the Mets say, it's our, it's our division now. And we go on that run, and he and kicks off the golden age of Phillies baseball, and we dominate that division for like five, six years. It was ridiculous. That's what really kind of put it over the top, and I think Chase was kind of along for the ride um, in that regard. He was more cool and laid back. It wasn't saying that Chase wasn't a bad player, but he was not the leader that Rollins was in that OA team.
1: Yeah, the player that's also the John's point. Yeah, yeah, the player that you need. Like Chase Utley is a great baseball player. Yeah, always has been, probably his managerial career which i'm i'm hoping pops off cuz i know he's he's i i think that dude is going to be a great yeah. mind just just him what he practiced in batting practice where he explained that he tries to hit the top of the cage because he would rather hit the top of the cage and not see the ball fly mm-hmm. because he knows that if he gets that pitch in a real game mm-hmm. that's a double to the gap like, his brain works in a way that <laughs> doesn't make sense to most people. I think that's why they like him, because he's a heady baseball player. Yeah, Always has cool. been, always will be. Always will be. He's one of my favorite to watch. That play in game it, five. Yeah. Big yeah.
2: you know, to first and there's
1: throw home. No, there, that doesn't happen in baseball. No. That's not, that's how heady he is. Mm-hmm. He's on the level of Hall of Famers with his,
2: yeah.
1: Now, mind for the game. game, but you're talking Jimmy Robin. Jimmy
0: Rollins is just a flat out all the favor The and the
2: like you don't you can't pick something with him,
0: yeah. The talent that we have now, I think he yeah. drove us all crazy batting leadoff and so well, maybe the, on, you know, at the, maybe the media, maybe you know.
1: you, I don't. He never drove me crazy because he did everything great. He was a great shortstop, he was a great base runner, oh, he yeah. was an okay hitter, but what shortstop? You know what I mean? I, yeah, what exactly. shortstop bats 300? None. Not many in
0: the history. Not many, but I think they see that talent Johnny. I think they wanted that average up to like where well, I think it was like 260, 270. I have to check that post. And he got
1: he got it up. He got it
0: up. You, you know, Phillies fans grew, they went up 290. That's the thing. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's not that he was batting 150. i
2: I'm not sure it was the batting average so much as the on base percentage.
0: The on base, yeah. It, but he
2: but, didn't. He didn't take a lot of walks. No, he didn't. That's what drove
0: people crazy. Yeah, the walks.
1: Yeah, but he also. But he also what hit twenty five home runs in a season from a yeah. off hitter, and yeah. we, we're taking that right now. We're not. We, we literally have the same dilemma. Yeah. With Kyle Schwarber, who is batting under two hundred and has thirty home runs, but has thirty. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy well, helps us understand. Like, all right, well, at least it's one nothing. And that's what Jimmy was saying. His entire career, least is one nothing.
2: That's How always did... been my philosophy. It's like, why, why would you not want somebody yeah. at the top of the lineup to the pop- just hit one out of the park? Yeah, and and have a have a lead immediately of one another. nothing. The yeah. and the whole
1: the whole, the funny story with that was because you just like this team now. You mm-hmm. had that because you had Chase Utley coming up next. What if he popped one? Yeah. What if Barrow popped one? What if yeah. Peace popped one? Yeah. What if Worth popped one? You know what I mean? Now it's 5 nothing, and all yeah. they did was swing at the first
0: pitch. Crazy. Yeah. So that's it, guys. I mean— uh, Hey, we'll... wait a minute.
2: You didn't come to me for a while. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Hi, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm being so rude over well, here. Go ahead. I-, I want this opportunity because I want I want to thank John for making this one so much easier for me Mm -hmm. by advancing chase Utley over darren dalton yeah i did not have the dilemma i was dreading which Mm. was who do i pick between dalton that would have been tough
1: yeah that would have been tough
2: that would have been really hard to do yeah uh and i'm i'm not so sure i'm not picking dalton over rollins Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. understood Um, understood just you know the impact on my childhood but um Rollins over Utley, I think, for the reasons you guys have said was was a, a much easier sell for me. Yeah. So
0: Utley is the lowest seed so far to date, the lowest seed that has advanced to the Sweet yeah. 16. So there you go. I mean it it mm. really is amazing.
1: It's, there's a lot of respect
0: for that guy. Like, I, I think
1: everybody that has watched Phillies baseball in the time frame that we talk about, there's nothing but respect for that guy.
0: No, not at all. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that johnny so let's flash up the elite eight as we have it on screen right now and it's get a this list guys you got brian dawkins going against reggie white mike schmidt against jimmy rollins eric Lindros against to be determined later and dr j against to be determined later two more to go guys for this entire listing it's going to be amazing um mm-hmm. You know, and it's been it's such be quite a, a discussion
2: guess, when we get to the elite eight.
0: When yeah. we get to that elite eight, good Lord Almighty! Oh my! It's gonna,
1: be a, it's gonna be a lot of talking because that's where we gotta really put our points down and make. sure cool. yeah!
0: That's where yeah. pros and cons. That's where 100. I think it's gonna be a really yeah. cool episode because it's like you're gonna hear both pros and cons of like, okay, what who <clears throat> is, moving on? Who's moving on? And then you go final four, and then championship. It's gonna be crazy. So yeah. <sighs> we'll see we'll that's idea we're just living in it <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> just messing with exactly no great it job It was, was my awesome. brain awesome. it was my brainchild child so yes. it's councilors. been
1: awesome i really appreciate that you put all that hard work into can, like the work that me and steve did is is not the same of the idea and how you you brought it up and just just really appreciate that you came up with a grand idea that that you know has lasted so many episodes
0: yeah i was just also saying this too thank god you guys brought me back from the brink because if we had gone just top 16 off of that list ben simmons would have been on there and it would have been yes. like what, what matt you've lost your mind yeah and i would have been like ben simmons yeah sucks. why why would ben simmons be on this list so yeah ben simmons still well, thank sucks. you for talking me off the brink johnny you know what i'm saying so- ben
1: simmons still sucks
0: <laughs> yeah well, yeah,
1: well, exactly. yeah
2: I, I just That's remember when you it. brought the idea up and you're like, and here's the top 16. And we're like, no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. No, <laughs> no we needed to argue it out. It's, 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 yeah. It brings, yeah. it brings you into our childhood and our adulthood. Like, we're not going to, yeah. we're not going to sit here and fucking produce a list that <laughs> somebody else wrote. We'll write like our third. own list. We can yeah, do exactly. It. Just like why yeah. listen to someone else's podcast? We could just
0: fucking produce our own. That's what we do. There you go. That's right on the money. All right, guys. Well, that ends episode ninety-four of Two Noobs Talking. Can't believe the it. The honorary Andy Kalu episode.
1: <laughs> it's just crazy. Love that guy. I don't know what it is. I love that guy.
2: Great special team, Johnny. Like, there that, you go. That
1: guy could play. There you
2: go. Well, in honor of Michael Kendricks for next week, I think I'm going to go out and commit some insider trading. There you go. <laughs> don't do that don't do that what are you nancy Pelosi's husband yeah no don't do that don't do that oh
0: my gosh we gotta get rid of that copy immediately Um uh, <laughs> but with that being said johnny where can people find us on two news man
1: uh on you the can social the world you're yeah, good yes you can catch uh small little videos on facebook reels TikTok, clapper twitter instagram and all other little places that we we hang out and just try to make you laugh or, or pop you on a on an episode. So you go to our YouTube channel and...
0: Yeah, that's the Two Noobs Talking Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, get notified whenever our videos drop. Those usually appear on a very consistent basis. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Or else the local uh, man gets it. There yes. you go. On the audio side, Mr. Steve Murray, where can people listen to us? Oh people can listen to us wherever the hell they want. There you go.
2: Damn, no, right? <laughs> uh, it's your choice, are, not ours. Trust that's me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're on Podbean, which spreads us like a virus all over the place. Uh, you can Nothing find us injured, on but... Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Love Gun, uh, <laughs> uh, Spotify, and I think that covers everything. Yeah, I think Just Google exactly. us. We're Googleable. T W O T O O whatever will pop yeah, up
1: just there's up there uh that that has the spelling and you just it's fine the thing yeah I think it's up there. You gotta click yeah.
0: somewhere up there somewhere it's yeah. something up there. Down there until, there. I, Maybe it's down until there. we get to 100 and then i change it and then it's all <laughs> that's it guys episode 94 of two noobs is over we're moving on to 95 until next week gents talk to you then take care